Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, this past Monday, I shared a quote from John Glenn that fit the conversation that we were having about the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund that's going to be a generational uh, effort in Mississippi since it was passed by the legislature and signed last year by the governor to uh, to really do in sec- in significant investments into the outdoor enjoyment in the state. And I had a conversation with Ricky Flint, the new executive director for the Stewardship Trust Fund, who had worked in the department for so many years. But I shared this quote from John Glenn that kind of fits so well. It actually is kind of a theme song, uh, theme song, a theme uh, of uh, Coast View. And here's what John Glenn said. We are more fulfilled when we are involved in something that is bigger than ourselves. Isn't that true? That's so true. And I, th- I have the opportunity to talk to so many people here on Coast View who believe that really in their heart and soul. Uh, my friend Adrian Elliott posted something from uh, a website called Finding Joy. And uh, I thought it was it was terrific. And here's the name of it is Pause. And here's what it says: Pause for just a second, a moment, and be grateful, even if life isn't perfect. Be thankful for the life you get to live, for the stories, for the adventures, and for those you are blessed to love. Pause. You know, Adrian is a, is such a great role model. Uh, she came on my show a few months ago and told her story of her bout with breast cancer and how she dealt with it, urging other women to go get early screening and to really pay attention to that. It was a very courageous conversation. I just enjoyed having that conversation with my friend Adrian. And I'm actually pleased now to have her husband, Brandon Elliott, on. And we're going to talk about the latest at, latest at Elliott Homes. We're going to talk about the uh, St. Jude Dream Home and whatever else is on uh, Brandon's my, uh, mind. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, you you saw how I started the show, this thing that Adrian posted about pausing, but that's literally her approach to life, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah, she's incredible. Uh, she's got a lot of wisdom, and she really uh, looks at life from a different perspective. It's 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 exciting to live with her and, and get to have the opportunity to hear that every day. And we've, we've actually put that into the culture of our company as well, where we come up with this thing called Purpose Day where our entire company shuts down everything for one day a month. And uh, we, we teach, believe it or not, our team how to take a day off. And it is kind of around what you just read. Yeah, that's, that is so special. I'm, I'm really, really uh, believe in, in Adrian and, and was you know, so pleased to have her tell her courageous story here on, on, uh, on Coast View. Listen, you and I have had wonderful conversations in the past on a wide range of subjects. But the last time we talked, we talked about Elliott Homes and some strategic realignment that you're doing with your company. Why don't you kind of update us on how that's going and also kind of give me a sense, uh, remind people what, what the conversation was about. 
Yes. Yeah, so the world has changed so much since COVID. And um, a lot of people didn't realize it until interest rates started going up. But inflation has uh, reduced our ability to spend money. And um, a lot of the best businesses now uh, have been pivoting for about a year, seeing the values of the consumer change. And, you know, if you look at the, the role of any business, it's to fill a need, it's to fix a problem. And the problems that we face today in society are different than what we had a year ago. And so businesses, um, no matter what sector they're in, are looking at new ways to ensure that they're still bringing value to the consumer and improving society. And for, for us, we face a national affordability crisis today as a nation. And luckily, we're in the lowest cost of living beachfront community in the entire country. So we see our region as a solution to a national crisis, and we see Elliott Homes as a big part of that. And so we've pivoted to ensure that we're, we're bringing a product to, um, to the consumer that, that they can afford, that still improves the quality of life, that doesn't impact negatively the neighborhoods surrounding, and uh, also can grow our coast. So what that meant was that you were not focused entirely on selling homes. Tell, tell, tell more about that. So literally last year uh, in April, we stopped everything as a company for three whole months. And, you know, our overhead is a million and a half dollars a month as a company. So that was a very expensive proposition to make a decision to literally stop everything. And the reason we did that was our business got so complicated with the options and the SKUs and everything that we offered and affordability was going through the roof. People just couldn't afford it anymore. And so we looked at it and we said, holy cow, you know, we've got to completely reinvent our product and our systems and the simplicity in our model. And we stopped everything, rebuilt it all from scratch and rolled it out last June. And uh, it's, it's really shown that the decision that we made was spot on because this year has been fantastic for us. We've gotten a lot of great feedback from our customers that no longer could afford us our product last year um, in third and fourth quarter of 2022. So, so what does the new company look like? So it's exactly the same. Uh, our product is still the same. We've got much nicer subdivision entrance monumentation coming up. Um, we, we build a little bit differently. We, we don't have options any longer, but we included every option that our buyers always wanted. So we surveyed them and said, what options do you want? And they gave us that list and literally we put it in the product and that's what we've rolled out. So we've made it much easier for the trades, for the supply chain, which has been a complete disaster, frankly, since 2021. And uh, we're ordering material by the container load. So we're able to get a better uh, price on it and we just pass that cost straight along to the consumer. We've, we've uh, lowered um, the price of our homes and we've also lowered the cost because of that. And then it's allowed people to be able to afford a home that they they came to not when interest rates got up to six and seven percent. So when you analyze the, the supply chain these days, and of course this you know the average person probably didn't think much about supply chains prior to COVID, and then suddenly supply chains around the world were you know abruptly changed dramatically. How do you evaluate sort of the supply chains that are supplying you guys these days? So it's really interesting, you know, like. <laughs> We, our cycle time, which is the, the, the time that it takes to build a house, increased by 38 days a year and a half ago, which is not good for anything. I mean, from a business standpoint, it's not good. From a customer satisfaction standpoint, it's not good. From a trade base, I mean, it's just all in all, it's, it's a it's a lose, lose, lose proposition. And that had to do with, you know, one minute you have windows, the next minute you don't. One minute you have carpet, the next minute you don't. And it was impossible. 
So what we decided to do was we pre-order all the materials six or eight months in advance and we stock it. Um, kind of like a manufacturer in a lot of cases. So we ensure we know exactly how many sticks of lumber go in every house. And we've reduced that cycle time, which is better for the customer, better for the trades, better for us as a company. And um, so what happened really was demand got so high right after COVID, which manufacturing supply reduced because of COVID. And then we had a um, we've got such low unemployment that it's also reduced the workforce. So people are unable to find work and demand is even higher than it's ever been. And it was like all signs pointed to kind of a crisis. And it takes years to get out of that crisis. It's not just snap your fingers and things come back. The Fed has raised rates to try to slow down the economy a little bit so supply could catch up. And frankly, I know this is weird to say from a builder standpoint, but they've done a great job doing that because it has slowed things down. Inflation's come down. Supply is starting to catch up, although it hasn't. We're still going to be in an affordability crisis for years to come. And so good businesses are looking at simplifying their business model and their their supply chain so that uh, they can deliver a, a good product on time to the consumer. You know, what's interesting for people who don't think much about this, for, for I have, you know, for, for someone who's just trained in business and I have an MBA and you spend a lot of time thinking about inventory management and just-in-time inventories. I mean, the whole world is going to more to a just-in-time inventory approach, which is essentially you don't need it. You don't get it until you need it, and you get it exactly when you need it. And what happens is for the economy to work like that so that so many businesses are focused on just-in-time inventories, man, it's got to be humming, if, if anything abruptly changes anything, suddenly you don't have a just-in-time inventory anymore, you're waiting now. And uh, you're, I know you covet the days you can get back to a just-in-time inventory, but the way to solve that problem for you was we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna create our own supply and, uh, and inventory it ourselves so that we don't have it, which meant you had to standardize some things. You had to really think this thing through, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, so we went from 92,000 variable SKUs as a company to 800. So we simplified the model in a, in a huge way. And everything about the efficiency and the delivery is 50 times better than it was a year and a half ago. So although people don't have choice, a lot of things that people just want today is a place that they can afford and to not completely drain their bank account every time they have to make a mortgage payment. So we looked at that also following our brand but then also the opportunity that we have as a coast, and a lot of our marketing has changed. Where we used to market to local people, 60% of the home buyers today are from out of state. So we're wow. a great opportunity here for people from other regions. Wow, that is that is uh, that's so interesting. And one, of, I think one of your hallmarks is looking at their, your design. You have a good handle on design. You understand what people want, and you're, you know, so that's sort of that clean. Way I would describe it is sort of casual elegance. You know, that's the way I would I see a lot of what you build. But anyway, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Brandon Elliott. We'll talk about the St. Jude's home and whatever else is on Brandon's mind these days. We'll see you after this. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to uh, Coast View. I have my friend Brandon Elliott with us from Elliott Homes. In just a few seconds or minutes, we'll be talking about the 2023 St. Jude Dream St. Jude Dream Home. But before we do that, I mentioned that uh, at, at the, during that last segment that you're not completely just focused on selling homes. There's actually a whole array of, of your offerings now that it doesn't involve actually purchasing a home. Tell me more about that. Yes, yeah, so there's a really interesting trend happening today with new demographics and the work from home segment, which is 34 million people nationally, um, where you know they're working from home, they're not going to the office, and peop- the younger generation really doesn't want to settle. You know, you buy a new home, and it's a five-year hold before you can break even at a normal appreciation, you know, not given the last two years. But um, we're seeing that a lot of people now coming down, especially younger generations, will never buy a home. So we're building entire communities and we're keeping them um, to lease to them. And, you know, in, in traditionally, when you think of a rental home, you think of like, you know, lower end or something like that. And this is very different. It's more like a resort. We've got higher-end homes, same product of houses that we're selling. It's maintained by professional maintenance companies every week. So really nice, uh, nice-looking curb appeal. Same entrances, same finishes, everything. And except we're we're intentionally keeping entire communities and leasing to these younger generations. And what we're seeing is it's allowing people to come and try out the Mississippi Gulf Coast. You know, you always hear the term the secret coast, and it's a great tagline for who we are. Um, and because a lot of people just don't know about us. And so they're allowed to come here in a home that's, you know, high end quality, nice finishes. They don't have to worry about maintenance and all that. And, um, anywhere between 1400 square feet and 2,600 square feet homes. And they can test out the Mississippi coast and see if they like it. And in a place that has what we have, we're seeing that a lot of those people are converting to, uh, move here as well. So it's a great, great build for the region. Hey, Brandon, my, my son, Jordan Matthews, is with uh, Schwartz and Orgler and Jordan and does a lot of real estate business. And um, he, he mentioned to me that there's a large number of people who are coming here from other areas. And, you know, I, what, when I asked, for example, has you seen that has a higher interest rate really impacted them greatly? He said, well, you know, a high, high number of closings we do these, these days are cash deals from someone who's moved into this area. How much of that are you seeing? There's a lot more cash. Yeah, it's gone from about 5% to probably 30%. Um, and if it's not cash, there's much higher deposits than we've seen traditionally. So, you know, one of the things that people keep hearing is real estate housing prices are going to drop and that sort of thing. And when you think about it, you know, drop from what? From from being 60% higher than the actual value on the West Coast a year ago. But if you compare it to 2009, there's still tons of equity in houses. There's still a lot of opportunity for people to sell and bring cash out of their home and bring it down here. So if you look at the top five GTA average price points in the country, it's $670,000. So 35% of the entire U.S. population, their average price point is 670000 So when interest rates went up 3%, it cost them about $3,300 a month additional payment. If you look at the Mississippi Gulf Coast, our average price point is 212000 So when prices went up from 3 to 6.5%, it cost us $870 a month. So the impact was much smaller. 
So they can still buy the same home here in our market for less than they could buy the same home in their market, the top five GTAs, at 3.5%. So we're a great resource. We're a great solution to people um, that need want a home that they can afford. And a lot of people are having young kids, the millennial generation now. And you don't want to live in a thousand square foot apartment paying $3,000 a month with two little kids running around. It's, it gets old fast. So. Yeah, I have a, my parent company for, for Knight Ritter, the former owner of the Sun Herald, was in San Jose. And uh, I remember this is just as the, uh, the dot com thing began to take off in Silicon Valley. And a home there, a thousand square foot home there, was like $400,000. You know, same home here would have been 100000 back in that day. Uh, that same home today is worth $1.5 million or maybe even more than that. <laughs> it's, it's incredible what has happened in some of these big cities. But the reality is us being an affordable beach community and the fact that the pandemic put a, I mean, put on steroids this notion that remote work is real and people can live, some can live wherever they want to live. And so, you know, we're really, you know, I think, you know, the key, as we've discussed before, the key to attracting those kind of people is that you got to build the kind of communities they want to live in. And if you do that, they will come. And you've seen that, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we give them amenities that they want. Like we've started, uh, we're going to be incorporating pickleball courts into our age targeted communities. That's an up and coming sport. We love the health aspect of that and people staying active as well. It fits into the brand of Elliott Homes a lot. Um, we have try to have an extra bedroom for an office or at least a workspace built into the homes because, you know, that that's not even a nice to have anymore. That's a need to have now. And so things like that that are changing the low maintenance of things. You know, I know we've always looked at small lots here as a negative. We tend to see small lots and things small quality, but that's not the case. You know, small lots now are a need for people. They, they don't want large lots because having to maintain yards and whatnot is, is starting to change. And with some of the parks and the beaches and what we have here as a coast, a lot of people would rather use that as a yard rather than have to cut grass all day on the weekend. You know, so there's no doubt about it. Listen, you and I talked about your commitment to St. Jude. Uh, this is a multi-year, it's very, very significant uh, effort. This year's uh, two, 2023 St. Jude Dream Home is no exception. How's that going? It is amazing. I am so proud of our team. We have had a goal. This is our eighth St. Jude Dream Home. We've had a goal since we started to raise net $1 million to any charity, and we're going to do it this year. So uh, we've donated the home with our trades and our team and the incredible effort, just unbelievable people we have. And we're at, I think, about 7,000 ticket sales now. We have 3,000 more to go, and it will sell out for sure. It does every year. And we will be the first home in the history of our state to uh, the highest donation, but to ever donate uh, $1 million net towards the fight against childhood cancer. And the cause is just unbelievable. I can't even explain to you the impact that it has on so many people's lives. Yeah, there's so many different aspects to it, too, incidentally, as this evolved. But this notion of of having the dream home floor signed, what is kind of what a, what are you talking about literally building into the soul of the house, a major heart. And, and you see that and feel that, don't you? You know, one of the things the purpose of Elliott Homes is to create, create a place where life gets better. And one of the things that we realize to live our purpose as an individual, we have to understand what where our mark is left. 
And so leaving a mark in the world on society, on what we've done, whatever it is, is a big part of filling our hearts as individuals. So the floor signing is a way to look at the contribution that we've made as a team, which you said earlier, um, to, to live purposefully, we have to be a part of something larger than ourselves. We have to be have a greater sum than us as individuals. And so it allows us to look at what we've done as a team, our contribution as an individual, and put our own words, our own mark, whatever we want on the floor of the home, and then we cover it up after, and that stays with that home forever. So it's a really fun event, and it's a great way for people to leave their mark on what, especially this year, is going to be the single highest donation we've ever seen in our state to St. Jude from the Dream Home. And you're selling 10,000 tickets. The The St. Jude Dream Home has 10,000. How many tickets do you have left? We have uh, either 2,500 or 3,000 left, yeah. And every ticket is a, is a full donation. 100% of it goes towards the fight against childhood cancer. And there's more than just the home. You can win a car and a home full of furniture and I think a vacation. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different trips that they draw for, and a lot of people don't know that. So. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Well, okay. In the short time we have left, I mean, you do it every year, you know, what keeps you going? So I'll tell you, we used to actually get asked all the time for donations as a company, every business does. And, you know, all these non-for-profits and all these, these companies trying to raise money and they have fantastic causes. And so one year we looked at our donations, which we made hundreds of them. And we said, what did this, these donations do? What, what impact so instead, we decided to step back and say the donations that we give to charities have to be maximized by what we do so we can take our potential and maximize it as much as we can. And when we looked at St. Jude in the Dream Home, we're a home builder. We've got the resources of trades. We've got the resources financially with us and our trades as well and other people. And so we can take maybe a $350,000 contribution, which is the lot and the home and all the work that goes in it. And we can turn that into a million dollars. And so we saw that as the best way to actually maximize our contribution to society. And when you look at to build the, the strongest community, it takes businesses, non-for-profits, and government. And we all have to be in sync. And we all have to be aligned toward, toward creating a place where life is better, really. And, and so uh, we really aligned with St. Jude. And we saw firsthand the impact that it has on many children and their families. And so we decided to walk on to that. And I tell our team every year, building one St. Jude home is like building 30 homes. But it's worth it. You came here with the sea wolves. <laughs> and uh, we have probably less than a minute left. Have you been to any games? Yes, yes, I was there a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. Lots of fights in those games. It's exciting. <laughs> you, what, that used to be you. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, it's been a pleasure to, to visit with my friend Brandon Elliott from Elliott Homes. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Rick. You bet. When we come back, we'll be visiting with Amber Olson. We'll see you after this break. for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.